Hello and welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is your host, Mark Massaro, and I am here with Michelle. Michelle? Michelle, are you there? That's right. Michelle is not here today. It is just me. I am here all by myself, and I'm not going to sing it this time um, like I did in the previous episode where I recorded by myself. <clears throat> but uh, Michelle is very busy, as most of you know, with um, planning a wedding that is coming up very soon. And if she was here, she would tell us the number of days. But I think it's something like 16 more days or something crazy like that. So anyways, um, she is preoccupied at the moment. <clears throat> but um, I just wanted to come on here and, and make an episode. Um for a couple of reasons. Well, for one, just to give uh, you all some content um, to listen to, but um, there was just something that's been on my heart lately that I've wanted to share um, with this community. Um, so I'll get to that uh, momentarily. So what has been up with me? I guess this is something I'm supposed to do. Michelle says it's important. Um, so I'm going to let you guys know what's been up with me. Um, well, first of all, we got our first subscriber on Anchor FM at Widow Too Soon, somebody signed up to be a subscriber. Thank you, whoever you are. That's amazing. Um, we don't know who you are yet um, because I haven't had a chance to talk to Michelle and I don't know how to get that deep into the settings. Um, so hopefully we can find out who you are soon. But thank you, whoever you are. That's amazing. And that was just so encouraging um, for us to see that we had somebody that subscribed to our uh podcast. It was just awesome. So thank you very, very much. That's super cool. Um, and we will find out who you are. I think so. I don't know. Actually, I'm talking all confident, but I really don't know if uh, I'm sure Michelle knows how to figure it out. But I looked, I couldn't figure it out. But um, I know Michelle is busy right now. And I tried to get into some setting. And it said that we are sending an access code to your phone number ending in XXXX. And I'm pretty sure it was Michelle's phone number. So she got a random text. Um, she doesn't even know that it was me yet, but um, that somebody's trying to log into her account. So she's probably wondering what that is. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't got a text from her yet uh, asking me if it was me. Um, but that reminds me that I need to mute my phone because I um, have done that to you all so many times. Um, anyways, so, oh, sorry. One sec. Yes. My kids are at the door. What, buddy? Yes. Can you go out, please? Thank you. I'll be right out. Sorry about that. And super sorry because I don't know how to edit. So <laughs> that's just part of this episode now. Um, anyways, so uh, what have I been up to? So um, Tina, my girlfriend, is actually coming to visit, which I'm super excited about because she is coming to celebrate something with me that's school is out for summer. Not really, but um, I am now a high school graduate at 43 years old. I passed the math section, as some of you know, who are friends with me on Facebook. I passed the math section of the GED, so I've now passed all four subjects. Um, I squeaked out the win. Um, <laughs> I barely passed math. Um, you know, kind of barely. You need 145 to pass, and I got like 154, so um, compared to my other ones, I barely passed, but I passed. That's all that matters. Got my diploma in the mail today. Feeling super stoked and excited about that because I no longer have to embarrassingly um, 
you know, skip the part on applications that say high school graduate or whatever. Um, there's many areas where that will come up, but most importantly is because I want to get a real estate license. So um, now I can go back full time to studying for my real estate um, licensing exam and all of that and the, the courses that I'm taking. Um, and I've been getting a lot of stuff done lately. Uh, I built some stairs in my backyard um, for, it's kind of like hard to explain, but for like a uh, uh, walking down to like a fire pit area. Anyways, it was just fun to like get my tools out and build something. Um, I have repaired some wood pieces from my girlfriend's house, from Tina's house. Her dogs chewed up some windowsills and I uh, got to keep my tools out and fix those up and, you know, just been doing a bunch of stuff. So anyways. Um, whatever, we're all up to stuff, right? But I'm super excited that Tina is coming into town. That's like the thing at the front of my mind right now. And uh, so that's super exciting. Anyways, so um, something I wanted to talk to you guys about that what I'm going to title this episode is you don't have to let go. And that's something that has, it just kind of like, I don't know, I just thought about it was like, Somebody said something to me uh, on our Facebook page, and it made me give that response that, like, you don't have to let go. Um, so many people feel like in order to move forward in life, that you have to let go of the memories and that you have to let go of the love that you have for your spouse. Um, but I want to tell you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to let go. Like, who's telling you you have to let go? If they are, it's probably somebody that doesn't know what the heck they're talking about. Um, I am in love with a girl and I still love Lacey and that's okay. I never had to let go of her. I don't have to let go of Lacey. Um, I still treasure the memories and I carry the memories of her forward in life with me. I don't leave. So many people have this visual that in order to move forward, you have to push pause or stop on your old um, life, your old marriage, your old love. And you don't have to do that. You just carry it forward with you. You don't have to hit stop. Um, you, you can carry the, the love forward and you can carry all the joy and the memories and all the beauty that that relationship um, gave to your life. And it's okay. It's okay to move forward because remember, we're, um, and I'm by no means knocking divorce, of course. Divorce is a very difficult thing, but it tends to be different, um, of course, than being widowed because, um, you know, you're not, you're not, um, I feel like being divorced is more along the lines of like um, moving on. Like, you know, that's that's kind of the better way to explain what happens after divorce as you move on. But I feel like after being widowed, you have to choose to move forward. And it's okay to move forward. There's nothing wrong with that. And somebody said something in um, one of our posts that we made. And if it's you, thank you. Um, but it was, it was pretty blunt. Um, but, you know, most of us here in this community have experienced a lot of darkness. And so we can handle, you know, blunt things and matter of fact statements and things like that. And um, this girl said that life is for the living. 
And I was like, whoa, like that's just so deep. And it's a little, it feels a little harsh um, to somebody who doesn't understand. But I, to me, it touched me deeply. Like um, life is for the living. And so you don't have to stop living your life. Um, and someone else told me one time, because just because they died, you don't have to. And that doesn't mean that we don't, um, you know, care or anything like that. But it's just, it's it's a mindset. It's a frame of mind that you have to take to move forward where you say like, okay, well, um, you know, that's, that's what happened. But I'm going to move forward. And I still look at pictures of Lacey all the time. I watch videos of Lacey all the time. Um, every time I call my mother-in-law and she doesn't pick up the phone, um, I hear my wife's voice that's still on her answering machine. And um, I love it. Um, there's, I, I, I still look at love letters. I still look back at text messages. Um, for two and a half years, I have kept the entire text thread that I have from Lacey that dates back all the way until, unfortunately, um, you know, I didn't know I was going to lose her. So um, I unfortunately had just start. I had just gone through and deleted all of my texts. Um, like I often do because my phone will like slow down if I, you know, leave 50,000 texts in there. Um, so I'll go through and delete a bunch of conversations. And so, you know, you don't know. And, uh, so all of my text message thread starts with, um, Lacey having, um, certain doctor's appointments and that she's excited that she got to push up the appointment to a sooner time. And so hopefully we can get to the bottom of what's going on and why her back hurts and, um, you know, all these different things that we didn't know yet she had cancer, but, um, so I have, I have a lot of text messages that I look back through and read and, um, reminisce and cry about, and, you know, actually I got to share a bunch with Tina and she shared a bunch about her husband, John, and it was so beautiful to, um, as, as terrible as it is, and as much as she teared up for me and I teared up for her. Um, she also had a really beautiful marriage to a really beautiful man. Just, he was just amazing. And, um, you know, I get, I get this feeling when I was reading through her texts, like, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you lost him. And, and she gets that same feeling, um, you know, looking through my text messages and reading, reading my old conversations with Lacey and, um, but I think it's kind of fun for both of us to kind of show the other one, like, see, like, I'm not. I'm, you know, like, I'm not just trying to impress you or anything. Like we had a really beautiful marriage and um, look at, this is how we talked all the time. You can search through all of these text messages and you're never going to see any, you know, condescending remarks or sarcasm or, um, you know, of course we're all human we all have like arguments and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we, we didn't, uh, we didn't have any significant fights. Um and that doesn't mean that you can't have them, but, you know, Lacey and I just got along really, really well. And, um, you know, I mean, I can count on my hands the times that we had like a, a big fight and it was always over something stupid and we never went to bed angry. We just talked it out. And um, so we had a great marriage. And so it's fun to like reminisce and because we both worked hard at that. And so it's fun to like reminisce and look back and, and share with Tina Um things, you know, that I had with Lacey. And so not only is it um, fun to, to show 
um, her like, you know, that like, see, like we had a great marriage, you know, but it's also um, neat to have somebody that wants to look through that stuff with me and, and somebody that I get to show it to and share it with. Um, so these are all the things that I, the point I'm getting at is, um, these are all the things that I mean when I say like, you don't have to let go. You don't have to let go to move forward to, if you're interested in dating somebody else, you don't have to stop loving your late husband or your late wife. You don't have to, you just, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard at first. It's very strange at first. And it, it's, you know, somebody to, to be sitting in, in, in that place where you're wanting to hold their hand and hug them or whatever. Um, it feels very weird at first and, and makes you feel guilty and feels like you, you're doing something wrong or whatever. But, um, you know, but you just have this overwhelming feeling for those of you who understand that you don't want to be alone. And so that's why I just want to like encourage you that you don't have to be alone. You're not uh, you're not honoring your spouse any better by staying alone. Um, now, if that's what you choose to do, or that's what you want to do in your heart, then of course that's perfectly fine. But you don't have to. Um, you know, we we've all experienced or heard of some of the crazy things that are said to people that are widowed. Um, like one of my, uh, the hardest ones for me to hear is like, oh, I mean, that's cool that you want to date. I could never do that. If I lost my spouse, I could never date anybody else ever again. I would just be single for the rest of my life. And um, that's really, really easy to say when your spouse is just at work or, um, you know, or he or she went out and ran some errands. Um, it's very easy to see or to say that when you still have your spouse. Um, but I always say in my heart, I'm like, well, you don't know that until you've, you know, been on your own for years or months, whatever your timeline is. But my timeline that I can speak to is uh, years uh, that I've been you know, on my own without being, you know, with, I lost my wife in 2020. Um, towards the end, it was August 2020, but now we're in 2023. And uh, so, you know, I also would have said when, when Lacey was still alive, I also would have said if anything happens to her, I would never date again, because I was crazy in love with her at that time. And the thought of like being with anybody else wasn't appealing to me at that time. Um, and just like, you know, being with Tina now, like I have no interest in being with anybody else. I'm, it doesn't sound appealing to me to, um, you know, date somebody else right now or anything, but that's because Tina's alive. Um, and you know, she's here, I get to see her and, you know, talk to her. And, um, so it's very simple to feel that way when your spouse is alive. But for those of us who um, you know, I know some of you are much further out than, than I am and than Michelle is. And um, so you probably understand what I mean when I say that, like, um, you know, that it feels different when you're the thought of being with somebody else when you're married versus the thought of being with somebody else when you're years out from losing them. All of a sudden, it sounds it sounds pretty appealing to not be by yourself anymore for, for a lot of us. And so when you do get to that place. 
I want to encourage you to not feel like you have to let go. You don't have to let go. There's, there's no reason for you to have to let go because if the person that you're dating doesn't want you to talk about your spouse, um, that's not the right person. Uh, and that's just my opinion. Um, but that's not, that wouldn't be the right person for me. The, the reason, one of the hugest reasons that, uh, well, there's plenty of reasons, but one of the huge reasons that Tina's so right for me is that she understands what I've been through and she doesn't, um, she doesn't have insecurities about Lacey. Um, she, she likes to look at pictures of Lacey. She likes to read messages with me and hear sweet things that I want to share with her when I want to share memories with her. And, um, she wants to hear all of it. Or if I'm having a tough night, there's been several times where, um, you know, one of us is, is having a tough day. And like, you know, I've had days where I just really miss Lacey a lot and she's there for me on those days. And, and it's okay that I'm sad and that I miss Lacey. And there's those days where she misses John and she feels like, um, you know, that she can talk to me freely. Uh, she, she just recently made a post on Facebook about, you know, missing John because, um, I mean, I don't want to tell too much of her, her business, but, um, you know, she had not been able to go into his office and, and, and left it the way it was when, when he left for work. Um, her husband was a different situation, um, but he left for work and never came home. And so his office remained untouched. And she recently went through it and cleaned out a bunch of stuff. And that was really hard for her. And she made a post on Facebook about how much she misses him and, and how hard that was and how many tears it brought up and just the grief, the grief that she felt going through all that stuff. And it was like, it was so like nice for her to be able to make this post and have me like, supporting her in it and not just in the post but like just as she was doing it i was supporting her and encouraging her that she didn't have to do anything she wasn't ready for and i've told her that you know if her and i get married that you know if she wants like i can take a picture i can take pictures of the office and i can set up the office in our new house exactly as it is until you're ready to go through it um that is the beauty of being with somebody that understands um, yes, I did things differently, um, you know, for me, but we all do things differently. Some of you relate to me. Some of you will relate to Tina, where for me, I knew how, how hard I was grieving. I knew it was going to be hard to go through all of her stuff and get rid of it. And I, I figured, you know, I'm already having a really hard time right now. I might as well dump it all on myself right now and get rid of all this stuff. And, um, it, it's weird to some people, but that's how I grieved you know, and it might be weird to some people. Um, for those of you, I know there's some of you I've, you know, a lot of you had sent us your stories and stuff. I know a lot of you haven't touched your spouse's side of the bed, um, his night table. And that, you know, there might even be still, I remember one woman shared that um, there's still a glass of water that he was drinking that's next to the bed and um, just things like that. And so we all do it differently. Um, so, but anyways, the, the point is, is that if somebody is telling you that you have to, um, let go 
of your marriage um, or your relationship. I know some of you weren't actually married, um, that you were engaged or even, you know, they were your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And, you know, in my eyes, you're, you're still very much a part of this community. Um, legally, I guess you wouldn't be considered widowed. Um, I don't know, but in my mind you are like, um, you know, it doesn't make the pain any, like going and having a wedding doesn't make the pain any more difficult. Um, you know, so those of you that are, you know, you lost your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your fiance, um, you're in the same boat. So I, I don't, you know, just kind of edit my words to apply to you certain times when I say, you know, when I reference marriage or whatever, but, um, you know, you don't, you don't have to let go. That's the point I'm getting at. You do not have to let go. You just keep pressing forward in life, um, carrying them with you. I carry Lacey with me in my thoughts and my memories everywhere I go. I talk about her often. I talk about her with the kids all the time. My daughter, oh my gosh, my daughter is just looks more and more like her every day. And I tell her that all the time. We don't forget about mommy. We don't forget about Lacey. Um, we aren't, um, you know, letting go of her. We never will let go of her. She will always be part of our lives. Uh, Tina and I have talked about that if we get married, there can be our wedding photo in the middle and then uh, her and John's wedding photo on one side, mine and Lacey's wedding photo on another side. And that, um, you know, because that's my kid's mom and that's her kid's dad. And we never, you know, and that's my first, that was my bride. She, she's my bride. Um, you know, she's Christ's bride now. But until I get married again, Lacey is my bride. And um, and either way, I will for, forever honor her and forever um, speak highly of her memory and cherish her and who she was. And because um, she was a remarkable woman. And if anybody was to tell me that I needed to um, move on <laughs> from her or um, to let go, um they can go pound salt because I'm not letting go of Lacey's memory ever. And, um, you know, the fact that it's okay that I get a memory of Lacey and I want to share it. And I know that doesn't hurt Tina's feelings or make her feel like, like she's any less important to me. Um, I love that. I love that we have that. And so I would encourage all of you that are looking to, um, to date again, um, you sort of like look for that and make sure you find somebody that's very, very comfortable with the fact that you were in love with your spouse um, as they should be, because what is there to be jealous of or whatever? Um, yeah, Lacey and I had a, a beautiful, amazing marriage and I was crazy about her. I, I loved her like, you know, I never thought I'd be able to love somebody, um, you know, again, in that same way to that depth of like, oh my gosh, I just want to do anything for you. And, um, and I've experienced that with Tina. That's how I feel about Tina now. And, but that doesn't take away from me still feeling that way about Lacey. I still absolutely cherish her and the woman that she was and, and who she was to me and who she was to my kids. And, the devoted, amazing mother that she was and the incredible, loyal, devoted wife that she was. Like, I will forever cherish that because I'm not letting go of it. 
And if somebody told me to let go of it, they can kick their rocks down the road because that's that's not the person for me. Um, so I just want to encourage you all in that, that you can take up that mentality moving forward into your new life. Because remember, life is for the living. And there is nothing wrong with you wanting to find happiness again. There is nothing wrong with you wanting to smile again and to laugh again and to feel again. And if anybody doesn't want that for you, how could they say that they're a friend or that they care about you? If, if they, you know, I've had people mention to me that, you know, it's, it's weird seeing me with someone else or that it would, it would be weird seeing me with someone else or whatever. And, you know, they can deal with it. They can deal with the weirdness because, um, because I've been through a lot over the past four years, um, just about four years, I've been through a lot. And, um, if somebody doesn't want me to be happy, I mean, <laughs> my in-laws are happy for me. Of course, it doesn't mean that they don't miss Lacey um, like crazy and wish that it was still Lacey and Mark together, of course. But um, but they're happy for me that I found somebody that is good to, to the kids and I. And um, they want that for us. They want good things for us. And that's because they love us. That's what love looks like. It doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt them that Lacey's gone, but they also understand that Lacey's gone. And so Mark and the kids are trying to move forward in life. Um, and I know my in-laws know how much I loved and adored Lacey. So if they, being Lacey's parents, can accept that I found someone else and be happy for me, um, then so can anybody else. And then I can hold that same standard to anybody else. Because if anybody, the the only people that I actually cared how they felt about me dating again was Lacey's family. Those are the only people that I really actually cared how they felt. There are other people where like, I didn't want them to think anything bad, but it wasn't going to change my mind. Um, I, I need, Lacey's family was, they're, they're not Lacey's family. They're my family. And um, they want me to be happy. And um, so if, if they can want that for me, then everybody else should want that for me. And I, I just encourage you all in that, that um, people should want you to be happy. So find it, find your happiness, um, lean into Christ, lean into God for your, your healing and find it search for it and find it, seek it and find it. And you don't have to let go. I want you to just drill that into your head. You don't have to let go. You, it does not mean that you can't be happy anymore, that you can't find joy again in your heart. Get out there and smile, show the world your smile and show the world your strength, the strength that Christ provides for you. You might not feel that way now. If you don't pray for it, Pray that God would use you as an example and that people look to you as a beacon of what God can do in the life of a believer. Be strong, stand firm on your faith, and um, you don't have to let go. I want you to remember that and just drill that into your mind. You do not have to let go to, in order to move forward in life and in order to find happiness again. Carry it with you. Carry the love with you. And I'm going to pray for us. Father God, I just, um, I'd like to thank you so much for 
this complicated yet beautiful life that you allow us to live. And even in our, our dark seasons of life, you allow us to have feelings, um, which are a beautiful thing. Um, feeling thing is feeling things is so beautiful. And we don't realize that sometimes because sometimes the feelings hurt and they hurt really bad at our core, but we don't recognize what a, a treasure it is from you that we even are able to feel. Um, I'd like to thank you, Lord, for those listeners that um, have found joy again. And there's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of them I'm thinking of, but there's one in man in particular that I'm just so thrilled for him. And I just pray, Lord, that you would bless their relationships. If he's listening, he knows who he is. Lord, I pray that you would bless this relationship um, and bless, bless this new woman that you brought into his life. Um, and Lord, I just, I just pray for everybody to feel this deep in their core, that they don't have to let go, that you have given them a lifetime of beautiful memories that they get to carry forward with them. And uh, I pray, Lord, for healing for those that are hurting and um, ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me see if I can do this. <clears throat> if you like this podcast and you'd like to give it a review, <laughs> you can give it a little bing, five stars. No, sorry, that was a terrible Michelle voice. Anyways, you know what to do. If you don't know what to do, go to the end of another episode. Um, thanks for listening. And um, we really appreciate all of you. We appreciate the loyalty and the support. And um, we welcome you. The Dominican Republic is our newest listener. Um, that's now 68 countries, I believe. That's crazy. Anyways, God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening to Widow Too Soon. Bye.